Welcome, screensavers. I'm Michael Gallup. I'm Matt Sturdivant. And I'm Tyler Sitkus. Together we host the Silver Screen Savers podcast, and it's the big day, guys. We're talking about the 2023 Oscars ceremony. It's what we wait for all year. Matt, what did you think of the telecast? Did you like it? I, I liked it a lot. Um, I, th- I thought Kimmel was pretty, pretty solid. I am obviously very stoked about how the awards shook out, but I, uh, I'd say it was leaps and bounds better than last year. Agreed with that. Tyler, what did you think? I tuned in and out. I was kind of indifferent towards it. I'm never a huge fan of watching these. I'll be honest. I like the awards. Not much for the ceremony. I'm very Hugh Grant on this. <laughs> I, I I did like watching a lot of the red carpet stuff, too, as, as corny as it is. I, I'm pissed it wasn't actually Jenny the Donkey. The farce. <laughs> well, as Kimmel said on his show the night after... Um, were they going to fly in a donkey from Ireland to have at the Oscars show? If you're going to bring up Jenny, you got to, yes. No, I don't think so. I I like this better than last year. I still had mixed feelings. I thought Jimmy Kimmel was a good host. I've always liked it when he does it. There were quite a, a number of good jokes, some that fell kind of flat. They didn't have him do a ton, which I thought was interesting. He did mostly interstitials. He did that one crowd work bit. During the ceremony, like as I was watching, it felt pretty efficient besides the musical numbers, which we can talk about. Things seemed to move along. The speeches didn't drag very much, even amongst the most famous people. Yet somehow it it wasn't much, much shorter than other ceremonies, which I'm like, geez, I mean. It's because they added all all the other categories back in. Well, it's partly that, and I was like, I mean, they didn't, I feel like they didn't take that that long. I could be wrong, but I'm like, if Kimmel isn't doing that much, and even, like, the presenters didn't take that that long, I'm like, what was taking up the show? But a a couple of strange things, it turns out. I think the big issue, and again, Matt, I agree with you, this was definitely better than last year. It was a much more traditional, almost, like, reserved Oscars. There wasn't anything like too wild. I think the big issue went too wild. Yeah, yeah, they did. The big issue with the ceremony is not even something about the ceremony itself. It's that despite how much I love it, how much I get excited by it, award season is too long, especially in years where the same people win everything. The people who win consistently, particularly in the acting categories have already given several speeches, and then they have to come up with something new. For instance, uh, Kihi Kwan won Best Supporting Actor. He gave a very teary, touching speech that was very emotional, and I don't know anybody who's not happy for him. But by this point, if you follow along with award season, you've already seen him do this a few times. Like, I was watching him. Like, when I watched his Globe speech, which was, like, the first thing I saw him win... I was like, holy crap, that was so emotional. This guy, it's amazing. And I'm not going to say it wasn't emotional this time, but when he was doing that, I'm like, I've already seen this a few times, which is not the fault of the Oscars. I just, again, like I just, I don't, are there too many televised award shows for the same exact thing? Yes. I, Yeah, I mean, the Oscars is still like the granddaddy because... You know, everything else is quote-unquote a, a precursor, but it, it ends up kind of hurting the ceremony, I think, because it just it just feels repetitive. 
And this was even in a year when some of the acting races, I think, were more competitive and more mysterious than they had been for the last few years. So I, I did like some of it, but it's still, it, it's not all the way there for me. I also, you know, I, I did think Everything Everywhere All at Once, I do think is a very special movie. I thought that when I first saw it. And so I can't begrudge any of the awards that it won. The only thing, again, just as not in terms of my relationship to that movie, in terms of a television program, I just like to see more of a spread with the awards. It's like some of the biggest movies of the year felt like they weren't even present there, right? You think about Banshees of Inishiran, which I think is just an, a, an amazing movie. The Fablemans, Elvis, Tar, Triangle of Sadness, all won nothing. That is half of your Best Picture nominees that are winning nothing. Well, I think I think people lose sight of the fact that just being nominated should be considered an achievement. Right, and I'm not talking about... Thing, but nominate, just being nominated counts for something. I'm not saying in terms of like recognizing the films or like people liking the film. I'm saying as far as for what makes an interesting television program. Oh, I see. It just felt like those movies weren't even there. Like, you know, they would show the best picture uh, montages throughout the night. But like Steven Spielberg, who made his ode to not only his ode to cinema, but his ode to his childhood, which is a story we've all been hearing about for decades like, we saw him get joked at a couple of times by Jimmy Kimmel in the beginning, and then he just disappeared for the rest of the show. I'm like, is The Fablemans even a movie that's nominated here? Is is Top Gun... Uh, well, Top Gun um, did win sound, but I'm like, is Top Gun even here? You know, hold my hand, despite my love of Lady Gaga's performance, didn't really feel connected to the movie. So I just, like... I guess I just want more of the movies that are nominated. And if they're not going to win, which again, I everything everywhere deserved every award it got. But if you're not going to have all a different bunch of movies win, which I know it's a voting system, and it's not like one person is control of it, then just have them present more throughout the night, right? This is one of my things is that I, I almost, I don't know what I want from the Oscars anymore. Per, I think what I want is more about the filmmaking that goes into these things, right? If, if you're a movie fan, you've watched these things over the past year and you've been amazed. If they're going to do montages and stuff like that, show me how some of this stuff is done. Show me how production design is done. How did they design Babylon? How did the Avatar 2 team design those underwater worlds? That would be cool to me. That was the stuff that often got me interested in the Oscars in the first place. Well, I think they started to go in that direction a little bit um like a little bit with, yeah when you know when they were presenting some of the categories and then like costume design they had all the different costumes from the different movies on mannequins in the background and they had the little uh the little video montage about like film editing and yeah you know, things like it, that they had touches of it i see what you're saying and i think they're going in the right direction and i agree if they leaned into that more as far as like individual movies that'd be great they lean that way. It was just not far enough, right? I don't want to see one still of Ruth Carter putting a feather on somebody, right? I want, like, how did she decide to do this? Like, what? And I don't need it to be three hours of behind-the-scenes DVDs. You can make this stuff very efficient. But I don't know. I, I either want that or, I like, something more fascinating live. 
Well, let's just talk through the structure of the show because Kimmel did his monologue first, very traditional. I liked it. And then we started with animated feature. Now, unless I'm remembering correctly, I believe this was the one that Emily Blunt and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, presented. I am so sick and tired. And again, I'm not taking it's the Oscar. I'm not taking it that seriously. But I'm so sick and tired of this joke of we're not going to stall. We're going to talk about the award, but we're not stalling because stalling is a bad thing. And the joke <laughs> is that they're stalling and making the show longer. I Like, there's nothing less funny to me. And it does make the show longer. Like, it's like, stop, stop, stop. And I'm not blaming them specifically. I'm sure they didn't write it. Uh, Pinocchio won animated feature. Which Zemeckis one? ran up. Zemeckis ran up on stage. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, it was like in Zoolander when they have to be like, oh, no, Rob, Rob. <laughs> it was the other one. All right, so that, I mean, honestly, that was probably the most uh, determined award of the night. But, hey, it's cool. I liked it. Del Toro gave a nice speech about animation. Supporting actor went to Kihi Kwan. Supporting actress. I was pretty mm. shocked by this. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad that Jamie Lee Curtis has an Oscar, but this is, I think, one of the most glaring examples of career achievement Oscar in yeah. the last few years. Yes. Um, which, I, again, not I. she's completely deserving over her body of work, but I'm like, I mean, you, you even had, like, Stephanie Hsu from the same movie to give it to. Yeah, I agree. I, I do not agree with the the toxicity especially for people freaking out that angela bassett didn't get it i thought she was good i thought she did i i liked uh, well no because i think she would have been the same in in the same category of like a career achievement rather than because she was she was good in black panther for what she did but it wasn't that great of a movie. It was not Oscar worthy of a performance. It wasn't. And uh, yeah, she has done better in other things as well. Um, I was I was all in on Stephanie's shoe. Honestly, I feel like if anyone from Everything Everywhere got it, it should have been Stephanie's shoe. Yeah, I think that I, I'll say Angela Bassett. I think her role was not oscar worthy yes, that's that's what I... like other than that one clip they didn't really give her a ton to do um so i wouldn't have been shocked if she had one i think that would have been like less glaring because people love her in in black panther 2 whereas like i think people really like jamie lee curtis in everything everywhere i don't know anyone was like oh that's the best supporting performance of the year um, mm-hmm. so I, again, it's, I don't have a problem with it at all. It's just like, I was kind of shocked by it. Um, but yeah, it's fine. It, I guess, especially because she wasn't even like the second person I would have expected to win this until like a week ago, but Hey, it's cool. She's got an Oscar now. It was also cool to see a teary Christopher guest in the crowd. That was enjoyable. Uh, the musical numbers talk about those for a second. So Diane Warren got her nomination this year for Applause from Tell It Like a Woman, which is a, a series of, of short films stitched into a, a feature-length film. I thought that performance was fine. Again, it just it, it doesn't belong at the Oscars. 
Like, this has nothing to do with a movie at all. It's not cinematic. Should not be here. Uh, this is a life I... Uh, this was a victim of... They took away the cinematic quality and they put it on TV, and I thought it was it did not work whatsoever. I, I have to agree. I, I love the song. Obviously, I love the movie it's from. I thought the performance was very awkward. It was, yeah, I'm... <laughs> like it, like it, it. I'm not normally one to like pick up on an awkward performance until someone points it out a lot of time. But this one, like, I'm like this, something's off. Someone's out of time, or something's. This just feels awkward. Yeah, but I'm... David Byrne and Hot Dog Fingers was pretty funny. It was funny, and David Byrne's incredible. But I was like, not his this... best performance though. This is just kind of drab. I don't know what's going on here. And I'm like, can this just please be done? Which I really hate to think, but... Uh, and then the Natu Natu I thought was very good. Again, a, a little... And those guys were incredible dancers who were who were doing that up there. It was a little bit a victim of the way that movie was filmed. It, you know, it did have the height and quality that you just can't really recreate on stage. Long story short, just... Just get rid of the musical numbers. I don't... It just doesn't matter. Also, when was the last time... Well, Natu Natu is actually a good example of this. Is like, when is the last time we got a song that was like truly integral to the movie in, in a movie that was nominated for Best Song? I would have to go through the list of the past couple of years. Natu Natu would be one because that's a great number in the middle of the movie. Um, I don't know. But 90% of these songs now are just like played in the during the end credits. Well, so that's a good transition to hold my hand. I love everything about Lady Gaga. Um, and I like this performance. I don't know what it was doing at the Oscars, but I like the performance. At one point, I was like, is the camera going to smash into her face? Because it was getting so... <laughs> close and kept like getting closer i was expecting like her cheek to just like be smushed flat against, against if you look i'm like if you look closely she was swatting him away <laughs> swatting the camera like go back yeah and I, I i love the performance but it was just like wow this is really close what if it was the photographer that she helped up earlier in the night it could have been, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and she's like, <laughs> he, I'm like, no, never mind. <laughs> um, and then Rihanna did Lift Me Up. They had some good production value with that. All, all good performances with the exception of a couple, but um, i just get rid of them. Just get rid of them. Documentary went to Navalny. I thought his having his family up there was very nice. I like that win. It's a very good movie, by the way, if I haven't, I think I mentioned it before, but on hbo max if you haven't seen it live action short went to an irish goodbye i i thought it was funny that they sang happy birthday to that actor i I was tickled by that thought that was nice cinematography this was the start of the all quiet on the western front thing which i i can't really i can get behind the crafts i'm I'm sorry i'm just not that into that movie Uh, are you guys i enjoyed it i didn't get a chance to see it yeah, I so cool. I expected Top Gun Maverick to be here a few months ago, but then um, missed the nomination. Makeup and hair went to the whale. And Matt, this is what you were going to before with like 
certain people being played off. Like when the Crafts teams were up there, they were just like, no, you're done. Get off. Yeah, but it, it was just wildly inconsistent the way they did it, though. Well, this is always the issue with teams is that you go like you either have to give eight seconds to each person who won an award or you have to have one person speak and nobody else. Then again, I think this was the first time it happened. And I noticed after this point, everybody was like, come on, come on. And like rushing through their speeches. Yeah. So that it didn't happen again. It happened one other time, and you could like there were like reaction shots of people in the crowd being like, "Oh, that's yeah." Sad. There's the shot of like I think it was Paul Mescal and, and Michelle Yeoh. Like, yes, and, and that's not what you his want. Face, yeah, he was just like, "Ooh." So <laughs> not, after not that, as good as um, Andrew Garfield's reaction though, when that cut to him. Yeah, I I only saw that <laughs> after, but I mean, that, hey, he's see, was, he's a I funny was, guy. I was dying when that happened. After that, we got the strange Warner Brothers 100-year celebration thing, which I, w- I was trying to, like, give them the benefit of the doubt at first. I'm like, are they just doing this because it's, like, a 100-year anniversary and they're a legendary studio? And then I'm like, is this just an advertisement? I, I well, really Disney don't was, know. Disney did it all night. Yeah, Same but... Same thing. But what channel is the Oscars I on? know, but, ABC. Like, no, I get that, but... It, Regardless, I mean, they literally devoted a whole segment to The Little Mermaid just to show the trailer for The Little Mermaid. Like, no, do it before, do it after, or do it during, like, the commercials. Right, do it during the commercial. It was just odd because it was all Disney and then, like, a special presentation of, like, here's how awesome Warner Brothers is from Morgan Freeman and Margot Robbie. And then (laughs) that was it. We're just like, hey, Warner Brothers is cool. And we're like... All right. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> I like their stuff. I guess I can agree. And then, yeah. then you get and then you get Morgan Freeman checking out Margot Robbie on my <laughs> okay. TV. I guess so. Uh, costume: Ruthie Carter, Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, Springfield Love to see represent. it. Yeah. Uh, International went to All Quiet on the Western Front. Which again, it was nominated for Best Picture. What a turn in uh, town. <laughs> in what way you're like yeah ruth carter let's go and then it went to all oh. quiet on the western <laughs> yeah I, nah, whatever <laughs> side note uh in this section i want to say best dressed of the night i wasn't impressed with too many outfits but eva longoria and salma hayek salma hayek had this like incredible red like flowing dress thought it was great um documentary I'm, short what i'm i'm kind of bummed that eo didn't get international feature i thought that one was pretty moving yeah i it, all quiet probably wouldn't have been my pick but I, i'm just one man i just want to shout out hugh grant for his his uh attire when they asked him what he was wearing he's like uh, <laughs> my suit <laughs> where'd you get it my tailor <laughs> i've never wanted to keep watching and stop watching something so bad in my life that was that was. Cool. I I, I like, cringed when he said it's all Vanity Fair, and she thought he meant he the Vanity Fair after after like, party. Okay, but why why would you agree to be interviewed on the red carpet if you're just going to be a to the presenter? Because he's Hugh Grant. He can like he he's at the point he can just do whatever he would like. 
Although it was pretty funny when she's like, oh, uh, what was it like being in Glass Onion? I was in it for three seconds. Yeah, Yeah, it was, that was tough. She held her own. She did. I I will say, she she didn't just like crumble. It was like, oh, no, but that, that was bad. That was really bad. Documentary short went to The Elephant Whisperers. Animated short went to The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. Uh, a, one of the guys up there who accepted did the cardinal sin of I'll be brief, and then he was longer than the other guy who spoke, which is just the worst public speaking thing. Production design went to Babylon. Oh, no, it didn't. It went to All Quiet on the Western Front. Score. <laughs> score. <laughs> went to all quiet on the western front which i i uh i had to recheck the facts this morning but it turns out it's true uh that is f***ing bull so <laughs> so he's not very all quiet about all quiet on the western front then huh no that you know no offense to who won but justin Hurwitz, i all meld some gold and and send it to you bud cuz g- give babylon something Babylon won everything it deserved to win. Babylon is incredible and continues to be. I hope it's killing it on Paramount+. Plus. (laughs) Visual effects. This is the only place where Avatar 2 showed up. Again, it was like Avatar 2, this 13-year-in-the-making to the the highest-grossing movie of all time when it came out. Again, just didn't really feel like it was there. I thought this was perhaps the best opportunity of the night to say hey here's a a little bit of like how we did this stuff here's how we made all this like all this artificial world that looks incredible and then they just didn't do it i mean james cameron didn't even show up yeah james cameron did not show up tom cruise did not show up i don't know if tom cruise is ever showing up to the oscars again i don't know if tom cruise is ever like doing an awards movie again and not that he did top gun maverick to get awards but i just don't know if he's ever doing another movie like that again it disappoints me so you know who i didn't see at the oscars will smith oddly enough (laughs) yeah you won't see him you won't see him for the next nine years (laughs) you didn't didn't see chris rock either he was too busy uh being misogynistic in this comedy i I, I love the uh build up for that it's too busy uh being misogynist (laughs) all right um original screenplay went to the daniels and this really started the daniels uh sweep of everything everywhere all at once again like i don't i'm not saying it's what it's not deserving i would have preferred knowing everything else that happened i would have preferred if martin mcdonough had won this award but again, I mean, it's just an award. I still got to see Banshees. It still exists. So whatever. Adapted screenplay, Sarah Polly. From the minute I saw that movie, I thought that was deserved. So I'm, I'm happy that they gave that to her. Sound went to Top Gun. Song went to Natu Natu. I thought this was the best acceptance speech of the night. Where the man, he said he grew up listening to the Carpenters. And then he changed the lyrics to Top of the World to accommodate his own victory that was my favorite acceptance speech of the night editing uh went to paul rogers from everything everywhere should have gone to tom cross for babylon director went to the daniels 
actor went to Brendan Fraser. Happy about that. Did you guys think that was happening going into the night? I, I yeah. kind of thought it was. 100%. I wasn't sure. I, I felt a strong surge for Austin Butler, but Brendan Fraser did it. Actress went to Michelle Yeoh, which I thought was great. Um, another thing I noted, and I kind of mentioned this at the top, but even like the, you know, these famous people and the acting awards are, you know, the most paid attention to, I thought their speeches were like not overly long as they often are, which I found interesting. I'm like, did they, did they tell everybody to kind of cut it down? I don't know. I found that fascinating. And then picture went to everything, everywhere, all at once. I think it's a good win. Um, I I don't know what this means for the Oscars in the future. Like I, I'm very curious to see what next year's Best Picture winner will be like. Um, because well, we, we haven't seen it yet, that's for sure. No, we we sure have not. 2023 is had a couple of good are, ones. I would I'd say saw pretty... Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. What are you talking about? Uh, who who are you <laughs> saying that? <laughs> Yeah, 2023, I got to say, not off to a good start. I cannot wait for them to be like, and the winner for Best Picture is Plane. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm just thinking, like, by, like, well, Everything Everywhere came out about a year ago today. Or, not today, but, like, a year ago this month. Yeah. You know, by, like, by mid-spring of last year, we had Everything Everywhere... I mean, they're not all Oscar worthy, but we had a lot of good movies. We had Everything Everywhere. We had X. We had After Marry Me. Marry Me. You know, the North the North not soon after. Yep. Yeah. 2022 was pretty front loaded. And, you know, I'm a little bummed that 2023 hasn't been. But it's like it's like a big drop off. Yeah. Now we still have the rest of March and April to I mean, go. We still got John Wick Four coming up, so yeah, nearly three hours best, of it. Best actor Keanu Reeves for John Wick Chapter Four. Um, sure, yeah, I'm sure. thinking I won an Oscar. Yeah, we can we can deliberate that when when we talk about John Wick Four. What 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 is acting will be the question on that episode. Keanu, you didn't get the Oscar this year. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's that. That was the Oscars. Uh, I think they're headed in the right direction. The thing is, you never know what lessons they're going to take from any given year or what's going to happen in the next year. Um, I just, this year was good. I like the traditionalness of it, but amp up the fun. Amp up the fun a little bit and amp up the... Hey, what are movies actually all about? What yeah. is the field of film? Yeah, amp up the fun. Bring Amy Schumer back. Um, <laughs> no comment. No. And with that, we're, we're going to end. Thank you all for joining us. We will see you next time. Stay down to bone. Silver Screen Savers podcast is hosted and produced by Michael Gallett, Tyler Sukkis, and Matt Sturdivant, with additional editing by Matt Sturdivant, intro music by Charles Michelle via Pixabay, logo designed by Nathan Seidel.